This is the Roaring Elephant Podcast. And we're back again with more power of words, values, and a co-host. Hi, Dave. Hello, hello. So we're continuing from last time where we talked about the big three and their powerful value statements, although I'm not sure how much power we left them by the time we got finished. But we did some research on this one, and we also looked at some other companies that are out there. And, well, we did more than usual. I mean, <laughs> for those that are not on YouTube, you're wrong, by the way. But Dave was doing it yesterday. We did a little bit of re uh, research. We did a lot of research, minutes and minutes. But we ended up with a couple of companies. <laughs> at least many <laughs> seconds of research. We ended up with other companies we wanted to talk about just to have, so have a chuckle about uh, the thing. So again, this is not going to be an in-depth, serious podcast episode, as you are used to us uh, doing sometimes. Oh, oh so serious. <laughs> yes, that's us. The, the most serious of podcasts. <laughs> but let's see if we can have some fun with this. Uh, anything else before we jump in? We jump in? Dumping? <laughs> well, I mean, you said it. We're up first with Meta. Um, to give people the power to build communities and bring the world closer together. I mean, for those of you uh, following along at home, you can see Jon's even made some beautiful slides that he's showing on YouTube. Um this is this is so this is so um i mean the void from the company it's a good it's a good statement it's abstract enough it gives the intention of what it's supposed to be so from yeah, a general it's a good, powerful statement yes it's about community it's giving people the power we talked about uh, the microsoft how it was a passive statement that the people could do yeah. stuff with what they, it's in the same vein so i think the marketing department did a good job there now if yeah. it's bringing no, the world closer true. together through all of the hate and vitriol that's uh, been put on facebook <laughs> it's not the world i want to live in <laughs> Yeah, that's because people are terrible. Um, you're right, actually. That this in in isolation, without thinking about the company Meta itself and what a terrible like experience slash. Um, yeah, it, it has it. You know, Facebook has become um, in so many different ways, like not not everywhere like there are you know a handful of um sort of sites and communities and things like that which i think are still very positive but definitely the more um as you say hateful and vitriolic like that's the stuff that tends to get um you know more publicity tends to go viral more um and yeah, yeah, I'm not quite sure what more we can say about that. But it, it oh. as a statement itself, if you were thinking about a platform where you could connect with people and create communities, and this was a company responsible for the technology that made that happen. Sounds great. Don't forget, this is not Facebook anymore. I mean, oh, Facebook yeah. is a small thing in the whole thing. It's the metaverse now, right? That's the huge yeah. thing. Everybody's on the metaverse now. And if you look yeah. at the metaverse, it makes even more sense because bringing the world closer together through a virtual world, that could mm -hmm. kind of make sense. 
And I have no idea how much fit children is in the metaverse because I have not uh, even tried to get on that thing. <laughs> but uh, I mean, even if you look, if you take that into account, it's an even better statement. Mm. Okay. So does it really fit matter? <laughs> I think we kind of answered that one already. I mean, yes, yes, conceptually. Um, maybe not so much in the real world. <laughs> It's the same as in Google, right? I mean, the whole thing is about advertising and that's totally shuffled under the rug here. It's not yeah. even up there. And sure, this is what they do. Well, no, it's not what they do. It's what they have as a side effect to be able to do what they do, which is the whole advertising engine, of course. Yeah. yeah. And somehow people at, uh, at Meta even internally think that's not a good thing to say out loud, apparently, because it's not in the value statement. Well, I think I'm trying to what the the phrase is something along the lines of um, if you're not paying for a service then you're probably the product is that the yeah, if you're not paying for it you're not a customer you're the product yeah there you go there you go um, I think this is just another one of those classic examples of, of that sort of situation going on it was going to change of course because some legislation in the EU now is making these things harder and harder to work that way so things like paid i mean look at twitter they're going very strongly in the direction of going for paid accounts but they still include the advertisement so the, the yeah. that old adage isn't going to be valid for much longer because pretty soon it won't be free and you'll still be the product hey progress mm. all right <laughs> well I think I think we've held off long enough. I think now it's time for my favourite part of this, which is our our alternative suggestions for uh, for what we think the uh, what we think the company values are that really uh, you know really fit Meta. Uh, I've got three. How many have you? Uh, I've got at least two. Okay, I'll start then. My first one was making you pay to be alive. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. But I mean, you can survive without Meta, surely. Uh, I would seriously say that some people would disagree with that. That's true. That's true. Okay. Um, so <laughs> I went with uh, Droid Big Brother is watching you. Uh, as, uh, as, both a, uh, as both a reference to the sort of uh, Android slash um, uh, reptilian... Uh, leader of uh, the organization itself and the fact that there is a lot of uh, analytics that goes on with like every single throwaway Facebook post yeah. comment and share and like but they don't have cameras you give it to them freely at your own volition yeah like the there's um there's a there's something you can do. I think I think you need to have a a rooted Android device to be able to do it. But there is an application you can install which shows you um, all of the information that is actually being captured mm -hmm. by any given yeah, yeah. application. Browse plugins and stuff like that. Yeah, and um, you know if you have the uh, Facebook application, even just installed and running um, even then the amount that that's, that's without you actually sort of having connected or logged in or anything like that as soon as you do that like it's just it's phenomenal the amount of information 
um, that they capture. It's getting better. I mean, again, EU legislation is making tracking cookies and stuff like that illegal. So they are getting, that's also why they're losing the monopolies, the Google and the Facebooks. Mm. Anyway, my next one, ads are good for us and we are good for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At least though, it's not about the ads. <laughs> And are we good for ads? Like, it's not transitive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the ads are really what Facebook is all about. It, it's it's a giant ad selling platform, yeah. um, and they're just trying to make it as addictive as possible to as wider audience as possible. And that's that. That's why the whole communities thing is there, because they just want more people to build more communities. So they can show them more ads. Yes, but Meta is not the worst in that. That one's coming up later. <laughs> yeah, won't be. Maybe we'll see. Um, all right. Uh, so my next one then is Facebook friends, like real friends, but with a hundred percent more hate. <laughs> I was going to say ads, but <laughs> I, mean, I mean it's not all hate and ads. I mean, I know, I know, but the, the hate <laughs> is what gets popularized. That's the yeah. that's the thing. So the tracks. Um, uh, that is what goes viral. That is that is what it's largely known for. It's a little uh, bit like uh, I'm gonna give them kudos though, because uh, mm -hmm. the other multimedia, uh, multimedia, not multimedia, uh, social media channels are mm. open. While Facebook, you need to have an account to be able to see stuff. Because sometimes mm. somebody sends me a link and I click on it and then I get the pop-up. Please log in now to watch this wonderful content, and I don't have an account, so I can't log in. So I am protected mm. against the hate by not opting to be in the inside in the inside yeah yeah other things like twitter for example you can see all the tweets you want without having an account so i guess matters doing well, it still not better. all the tweets like but not anymore you, you, can, <laughs> you can scroll you can scroll through some of the tweets and then you get bounced to a please log in yeah but every tweet link i click i will see the tweet mm, mm, so i can better. get it fed without uh choosing to be in there something yeah. Okay, my last one is in a similar vein, but I think more friendly. Keeping the world dumb, one friend at a time. <laughs> oh dear. I like that now, one. <laughs> I, I I will say in the in the interests of full transparency, I do have a Facebook account. Whoa. It it does not have any of my actual real life information in it. And it is solely used, uh, you know, in my particular case, for um, browsing Facebook Marketplace for <laughs> rubbish that I acquire. That's that's the only thing I do with it. So, um, so with that in mind, let's see how what would I what would I do with that? Um, the biggest car boot sale in the world. Hmm. I'm not sure if that translates. Rummage sale. Biggest yard sale in the world. How about that? I'd say garbage American pile. But <laughs> recycle pile. I mean, that's be. <laughs> yeah, that works. All right. Enough hate on Meta, I think. <laughs> yes, let's move to someone else as well. Instead. Another wonderful company to accelerate the world's transition to renewable energy. A and statement this, course, given to you by Tesla. Indeed, Tesla. And again, like um, 
I think this this one does this one does make sense. Like the they're they're in sort of renewable energy, not just in terms of cars, obviously, but there's the um, Tesla Powerwall, there's the Tesla um, like photovoltaic roof tiles. There's um, yeah, they they're literally in sort of everything from generation through to consumption. Yeah, I guess. The thing is that they price their stuff out of the wallet of normal people. And I'm not just talking about cars, because like the cars are expensive at the moment. That's going to change when you get more generally available. It's a luxury item. But if you look at their solar panels, their solar batteries and stuff like that, they always price themselves the high end and they don't have a... Uh, low barrier of entry option available at all. Mm. So accelerating the world's transition, I would say the elite's transition. <laughs> um, so I would say uh, I'm actually going through this right now. So I have some real world accurate data on this. I would say that the Powerwall stuff in particular is actually not as uh, as elite as their um, automotive and uh, panel solutions are. I agree. I agree with those two. And uh, apologies if you can hear the Apache helicopter that apparently is uh, uh, circling over and has just roared over the house. Um, so the, the, the Powerwall stuff, I think, is actually only around about 10% or thereabouts more expensive yeah, than a lot of the them. comparable stuff. Because I looked at, at least them in the like UK. a year ago or something and they were like almost double the price of normal uh, things. Yeah, yeah, that's not, not the case at the moment or at least not the case in the UK uh, based on numbers that I'm seeing right now. But Tesla has been dropping prices, right? On the cars as well. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, it, is it... So when, when you think about Tesla, apart from some of the other more obvious things, um, that again, we'll come to a little bit later, like they are one of the organizations that's definitely responsible for popularizing um, kind of renewable energy um, consumption. They made it a thing, transition. Hmm. They made it accessible. Yeah. I mean, they had the first electric cars that would actually usable in normal yeah. day world again not affordable for yeah. most people but at least they made it a valid alternative in the eyes yeah. of the other automotive companies uh, who are now kind of have to go onto the electric bandwagon or be left behind yeah. and this is where market action will work and electric cars will get cheaper and they'll just try it. it's going to be a race to the bottom at some point and that's fine because mm -hmm. that's where we benefit from that's why i'm not going to buy an electric car for another three or four years i'm going to wait for like three four five years and then we should have plenty of opportunities, especially in the EU, of course. But they did the initial push, and I don't feel, feel them accelerating it anymore. They, they just they kind of stopped. They've done their, their thing, and it also kind of feels like uh, Mr. Musk isn't really interested anymore. It's all about the Starship now, about the rockets to Mars and things like that, and Tesla. I mean, if you look at their power truck or what was it called again uh, the, the pickup truck they built and the uh, actual uh, semi trucks they've been announced they aren't coming 
the roadster had the same kind of problem it was the first one got delayed 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 and then actually never happened i think so i'm not sure if mm. tesla cars are still something they're looking at and the whole power wolf and the rest of it is pretty much unknown if you don't know they do it you wouldn't know they act like it exists so the roadster did get released albeit in smaller numbers than they um, were originally proclaiming and that's going to be a an ongoing thing the semi truck also is out there and uh, again in smaller numbers than um than they were originally claiming the cyber truck yeah still not out still lots of talking about it and talking about dates but still nothing there um and how does the tesla robot fit in the in renewable energy i mean people getting rid of people people aren't renewable robots no people less power wasted yes i can see that i mean that's my that's my contribution to reducing our carbon footprint i have no children <laughs> um so i mean with our with our format i think we both agree on it i think we do um, think yes, that it could be better fits. i mean it doesn't have the passiveness it's an active statement we do this so it doesn't have that you can you the people can make a better world we're using up that, that would be a better way of putting it i think apart mm. from that it's fine i guess yeah and it actually fits the company i think but yeah not lying yeah, about I it do. it's close enough so yeah a bit yeah. boring but truthful yeah enough okay again let's get to the fun <laughs> bit what uh what's what's oh wow okay so you can go first again then okay first one is kind of looking at uh, we all know that the tesla cars aren't the best quality mm -hmm. so i've got we will replace all the parts that fall off promise <laughs> <laughs> they should be held on will by by uh by magnets or 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 tesla uh, electromagnets there you go well, yes that was in the planning but then in the factory they put duct tape <laughs> that's how Tesla's do, right? They promised a lot, but then. <laughs> oh, oh! In that case, I've got the uh, I've got the perfect uh, the perfect uh, tagline for 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 you instead. Um, making promises we have no intention of delivering on. Ooh, that's harsh. <laughs> I mean, the the problem for me with and this isn't just a uh, this isn't just a Tesla thing. This for me is very much a. An Elon thing. Um, there are so there's so much that, as an organisation and as an individual, has been promised at various points in time. Um, I don't know if you remember one one year they were talking about. Ah, oh, well, just you know, don't worry about uh, the fact that you need to you know charge your vehicle overnight anymore. Just roll up to a battery swap station and. You're done in however many seconds it was, and they, sure enough, like they had a, I think an Audi A7 or something similar, um, that was filling up at a, uh, at a fuel pump, and a Tesla Model S that rolled into a battery swap station, and you know the the Tesla battery fully automated battery swap station, obviously was able to swap the entire battery. Uh, in less time than it took the Audi A7 or whatever it was to be filled up with a tank of fuel. Uh, the difference, of course, being that 
uh, you know, fuel pumps are literally everywhere, and like they're so numerous that you know petrol stations are all over the place, uh, and battery swap stations. Well, there was that one that they showed about six or seven years ago now, and how many are there now? At least twice as much. Um, I don't think so. I don't think there <laughs> are any now. now. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think there are. Battery swap stations. Yeah, that's cool. If they're still functional and actually being used, I have no idea, but yeah. they are there in presence. Yeah. Now, I... I'm going to give them a bit of kudos there because I think that's an idea that's ahead of its time. Because you're right, there's more petrol stations. That's going to change with the whole uh, legislation in the EU that in 2030, every car sold needs to be an electric car. That is going to change. And at mm -hmm. some point, uh, having all of those charging stations also have some battery swap in, uh, available might be possible. The one thing that I'm curious about is which is going to win out, changing the battery or simply picking up another car. So I think instead of changing batteries, it's going to be more viable to just have a car swap system. I mean, there are already these green mm. cycle things where just, I need a car now, I paid, I have it for two hours, yeah, I put it back. Car and all these That's ones, going yeah. to be a better way of, you just have a, a, a kind of a subscription to mobility and you can just, mm -hmm. when the battery's empty, you drive up to the power station, you swatch, <laughs> go to another car, drive on. Yeah. It's a lot less prone to breakage because the whole swapping the battery is a very finicky operation. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be... And, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think the whole battery swapping idea is fundamentally flawed unless you have a common standard for it. And I don't think XKBB that's... time. Exactly. Like, uh, and it's just not something that I see happening in the automotive world. Like the... It's a, it's an industry that is that is famed for avoiding yes like no. having standards in so many different areas. They also have areas. a lot of legislation that forces them to do that. I mean, the automotive industry is the only industry in the world that is obligated to have a manual out there and allow for self-repair. Hmm. Sort of. Anyway. Yeah. My self-repair unless we don't want you to self-repair something. I think it's your turn. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just say one? Uh, no, no, I didn't. Uh, but my one uh, is uh, the inmate is in charge of the asylum. <laughs> well, I'm going to tag my second one on top of that. We don't mm -hmm. know what we do, but surely Elon does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Can we say more about that? Should we say more about that? I don't know. Probably not. We probably should not. All right. I, got, I think you've got one more. Yeah, it's a bit of a, a side a side track, if you like. But uh, I mean, think about it. It's the pacemaker company you deserve rather than need. <laughs> they don't make pacemakers yet. Sure yes, but would, would you want one? <laughs> mm, like bits falling off and kind of, you know, traveling around your bloodstream. Um, it accidentally rebooting. Um yeah, the, the fact that, uh, you know, you get through half your day and it would then run out of charge. Yeah, probably not. Well, I have to go to, to their charging station to reload it. Yeah. <laughs> There's no charging yeah. station. Bad luck. There's a good movie about that called In Time or something like that. With Justin Timberlake. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, 
dear. So much promise. Um, right, do one more and then call it quits for this episode. I think so. And that means this episode we're going to end with LinkedIn. Connect the world's <laughs> professionals to make them more productive and successful. Mm. Uh, I mean, I, I quite, I quite like this one. Um, but it, it's a bit soulless. Well, it's coming from Microsoft, so. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, you said it, not me. <laughs> hey, you, did, you said so many times was a indoctrinated drone or something like that last time. <laughs> I have to uh, show see. Fighting against your programming, eh? <laughs> oh, you'll need to go for a lie down afterwards. Yes. Um, I mean, I think this is one of the more accurate and to the point um, mm. sort of uh, statements. At least in their in their mind, in their in their mind's eye, as, as to what they do, I think this this one is probably, yeah, it's probably one of the closer ones. But I I just find it so dry and dull. Um, yes, but again, it's faking an ad system by putting something else on the box. So yeah, it's gonna be less interesting than what the Microsoft, uh, Microsoft's own value statement was. I also think it's no longer really fitting the company because LinkedIn has changed. When I joined LinkedIn, I think I was one of the first 50 in the Netherlands a long time ago. It was indeed just professionals exchanging professional stuff. Now, if I I hardly ever read LinkedIn uh, news feeds anymore because one, there's so much advertising in there, it's no longer funny. And the stuff that's not an ad is usually about changing jobs, about uh, how you made the difference in your life. It's all become so social media, to be honest. It's no longer professional. And the biggest issue there is that it doesn't make me more productive. Using LinkedIn actually hurts my productivity because I get biased information. Uh, there's no, nobody's checking it, nobody's vetting information. It's just being put out there. It's just as bad as Facebook, to be honest, at some points. By having your real name on there, it holds back most of the real vitriol. But mm. I don't really see this as a tool anymore, except for headhunters, recruiters, ad agencies, and things like that. Uh, so I'm with you on the the fact that it is um, it, it for a lot of people has moved into more of a social network than a professional network. I do definitely see more uh, more of that type of posting on there, and that does bother me. Um, you can't filter it out easily. Yeah, that's the that was that's exactly what I was thinking. That very second was like, there's no when you post your post, you can't say this is a professional post or this is a personal post. Like that, at least would help. Although people that that's then reliant on people like checking exactly. the right box or whatever or the right slider. Anyway, um, I I. Th I think some of it also, though, depends on what you expect to get out of it. Like, I very rarely expect to get 
information from it, even people posting information, it's not really like what I use it for. What I use it for is um, more for actually connecting with people or reconnecting with people um, and using it as that initial kind of springboard point to a conversation with someone. So I think for me, it, it does make me more productive and more successful, but because I use it for a quite a, a selective purpose. I and connect I don't for personal and, reasons or for business reasons? Business reasons. Are you using LinkedIn or LinkedIn Premium? Um, well, a bit of both. Because that's a big difference, right? I mean, the premium part, that's still built for business interactivity. Who's CEO of what company? Who do I know there? Mm. How can I make relationships? I mean, we both work in sales uh, part yep. of, the, of the business. That's definitely a way of using LinkedIn. That's not how most people use LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And I'm right. I'd say you're right. If you, you if you have the premium version of LinkedIn, then yes, you can do things that way. The one thing we haven't talked about is LinkedIn education, training, courses. I'm not sure mm. how they call it. Personally, I've looked at it once and kind of closed the book and put it away very carefully in a box, <laughs> in a closet, in another house, and moved away from it. Yeah. I I did hear I did hear some vaguely positive noises about it probably I don't know a year or so ago but I've really not looked into it at all and I there's no depth. have no frame of reference there's no depth I mean from all the online mass education things out there mm. you have uh, Udemy Coursera EDX and LinkedIn those are the big four these days I think. I used mm -hmm. to do quite a bit with EDX because they were actually university courses that were presented to the to the world. You had to pay for mm -hmm. them and everything, so that was good quality. It's not the same anymore either. Coursera has always been a bit of a mixed match, but of the four, I think LinkedIn is the least quality. Mm. And there's a lot of very high-level stuff there without any depth. And as a yeah. professional myself, I think I'm a professional, I can pretty much gather anything LinkedIn learning has, that's what it's called, LinkedIn learning has, by just reading the internet every day, by following the news. And if I need mm. anything more than that, LinkedIn learning isn't going to help me. Yeah. No, I think that's fair. Um, all right. Well. The fun part. I think, yeah, let's get to the fun bit. I've only got one I got two. for this. Uh, and it, it sort of. I got uh, two. I go first. Ha. Okay, go on then. If you find, <coughs> excuse me, I'm getting emotional here. Uh, getting all choked yeah, up. Around I mean, it's it. Microsoft. What can I say? <laughs> there we go. He's back. The droid has rebooted. The programming is engaged. So Safety these controls are not the have been enabled. For. <laughs> if you find content in between the ads, we apologize. Oh dear. Well, of a similar vein, although I'm less frustrated about the ads than I am about the the just the, the stuff that that's not professional and uh, therefore my uh, my alternative is more noise than signal. <laughs> oh, that's a hard one. Most people learn doing LinkedIn learning will not get that reference. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Oh, so harsh. All right. I mean, how, how do you how do you take just us about then? the ads? I mean, that's one thing Twitter has better than LinkedIn. In Twitter, you have this mm. kind of game: block the advertisers. 
And if you do it fast enough, it actually makes your Twitter feed ad-free, I found. If you mm. block like 50 of them in, in one swell, in one move, you can kind of... Anyway, <laughs> my last one there was... Uh, okay, everybody can have an opinion and we will publish it for free. That was actually a serious attempt because that's basically what they do. And what I kind of mean by that is it's just Facebook, to be honest, but with, real, with, with the real name advantage. Yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah, I wish it wasn't the case, but unfortunately... It's not the world we want, it's the world we deserve. Oh, dear. And on that note, that is all the time we have for today. You can support this podcast by becoming a Patreon. Every contribution really does help. We are on YouTube. You can like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, see Jan's wonderful slides that he put together for this, and do all the YouTube things. Please go to RoaringElephant.org for a link to our Patreon page and for more information about the podcast. You can follow us on Twitter using the at RoaringElephant tag, and you can send your feedback to podcast at RoaringElephant.org. Until next time, my name is... Would you like to buy some tat on Facebook Marketplace, Dave? And my name is... I'm looking forward to Dave's posts on Facebook regarding the Roaring Elephant podcast episodes. Yep. Oh dear God, can you imagine? <laughs> Definitely not. And we look forward to talking to you next week. Goodbye. See you then. <laughs>